Hi, everyone, and welcome back for the 29th episode of Take It or Leave It, where we discuss the hottest topics in the world of workplace leaves, absence management, and accommodations. I'm your host, Josh Seiden. Well, it is officially 2024. The holiday season is behind us, and the new year is in full swing. I'm wishing all of our Take It or Leave It listeners, guests, uh, enthusiasts, a very happy and healthy new year. Hope everyone has a great 2024 and that your year is off to a wonderful start. As we prepare for what is positioned and poised to be a memorable next 12 months in the leaves and accommodation space, we're kicking off this year's first Take It or Leave It podcast episode with a two-pronged approach. A look back to some of the major developments in the leaves and accommodation space from 2023, and a look forward to see what's on the horizon for 2024. And as you'll hear, there has been no shortage of developments from the past 12 months, as well as looking forward to the next 12 months. Plenty of activity going on with leaves and accommodation. So let's jump right in. At the federal level in 2023, we saw a few areas of important developments. The first one involved the Federal Family and Medical Leave Act, the FMLA, which turned 30 years old in February of 2023. We discussed this foundational leave law in detail in episode 17 of Take It or Leave It. A few months later, two additional monumental developments happened in the federal leave and accommodation space. The first was the Pregnant Workers Fairness Act, which went into effect on June 27th. The Pregnant Workers Fairness Act, or PWFA, as is more commonly known, created new rights to reasonable accommodations for employees and applicants who have physical or mental conditions arising from pregnancy, childbirth, or related medical conditions. We covered the PWFA during episode 24 of Take It or Leave It. And since that time, the PWFA has continued to make headlines, including through uh, various rulemaking developments. Then just a few days later, Going back to June, this was on June 29th, the U.S. Supreme Court issued its decision in Groff versus DeJoy. We discussed in episode 23 the impact of this decision and the resulting changes it had to the standard employers must use when determining when a religious accommodation constitutes an undue hardship. So that was the federal level. Then we can start to look beyond federal activity, although we'll pivot back to it in just a few minutes, and look to two of my favorite topics paid family, paid family medical leave, and then separately paid sick leave and PTO. So let's start with the paid family leave space. Plenty of activity in 2023 with paid family medical leave laws and so much more is expected in 2024. So let's recap 2023. In May, Minnesota enacted a statewide paid family medical leave program, becoming the 12th state in the country to enact a paid family leave or paid family medical leave law. Just a couple of months later in July, Maine made headlines when it enacted its own statewide paid family medical leave program. Both the Minnesota and Maine programs are slated to come online and begin providing benefits to employees in 2026. After multiple additional rounds of rulemaking that occurred throughout 2023, we also saw big developments happen in Oregon and Colorado. In Oregon, the paid family medical leave program known as Paid Leave Oregon so its benefits go live on September 3rd, 2023. And in Colorado, the Paid Family and Medical Leave Program known as Colorado Family Medical Leave Insurance, or FAMLI, F-A-M-L-I, so its program go live on January 1st of 2024. 
Both programs have many unique wrinkles in terms of qualifying absences, covered family members, private plan approvals, coordination with other leave laws, coordination with employer-provided benefits, and so forth. We took a deep dive into both programs as part of our CIFARTH Paid Family Leave Law dedicated webinar series. The most recent episode of that series occurred in October of 2023. And we were very fortunate and grateful to be joined for episode 28 of Take It or Leave It by Tracy Marshall, the director of the Colorado Family Medical Leave Insurance Division. Another great episode uh, and, and well worth time for folks who have operations in Colorado to learn about some of the intricacies of that program. Let's now pivot into the paid sick leave and PTO law space. I think it is safe to assume that the last 12 months have seen the most paid sick leave and PTO law activity that we've seen in the last 10 years, other than maybe the 12 month period from March 2020 to March 2021, when dozens of COVID paid leave laws were flying every which way across the country and we didn't know which way was up. The paid sick leave developments that we've seen over the last 12 months got rolling in January 2023, when news started surfacing about a statewide PTO law in Illinois that was going to come to fruition. That law was formally enacted in March and went into effect on January 1st of 2024. Illinois has, is now the third state joining Maine and Nevada with a statewide mandatory paid any reason leave law or earned paid leave law, PTO law. They all have sort of different names, different wrinkles. The key with these laws, as the title suggests, is that employees can use their available time off for any reason. Right, very different than the paid sick leave laws, which have definitive set covered reasons for use of that benefit, of those benefits. The usage cap, uh, excuse me, the usage waiting period for Illinois paid time off under the earned paid leave law sets a 90 day waiting period. So eligible workers, including those who were employed with a company as of January 1st, are able to begin using those benefits starting March 31st. But the law went into effect on January 1, plenty of obligations that have already started as the calendar year has flipped. Illinois was not done. No, no, the state development was a big deal and continues to make many employers go back to their existing paid time off programs and reassess what's needed for compliance with that program. But two other additional very important developments took place at the tail end of 2023 in Illinois. The first occurred in November in Chicago. Chicago has an existing paid sick leave law. It's been on the books for several years. But in November, Chicago enacted a first of its kind combo paid sick leave and PTO earned paid leave law. The law was slated to go into effect on December 31st of 2023. And while that effective date technically happened, the requirements, the paid leave obligations on employers and the paid leave entitlements for both paid sick leave and PTO for workers do not begin until July 1st of 2024. That go live date was kicked uh, through an amendment that was, was formally enacted in December of last year. There are many unique aspects to this Chicago combo paid sick leave PTO law, including for those who follow an accrual method, simultaneous accrual of paid sick leave and PTO, the rate of pay for non-exempt workers, uh, treatment of earned unused time at separation of employment, and, and so on. The second additional development outside of, you know, at the local level, sort of outside of the Illinois state PTO law development that I mentioned a minute ago, occurred in Cook County. Cook County, like Chicago, has had an existing paid sick leave law on the books. 
for a number of years. Cook County, just in December of 2023, took steps to get rid of that paid sick leave law, which has now sunset as of the end of 2023. And on December 31st, 2023, Cook County saw a PTO law, a PTO mandate that largely follows the Illinois state PTO law setup go into effect. All three of these Illinois developments, the Illinois state paid any reason leave law, the Cook County local paid any reason leave law, and this Chicago combo paid sick leave PTO law that goes live formally on July 1st of 2024, all are in the process of undergoing rulemaking. So plenty more for employers with operations in Illinois and in Cook County and Chicago to pay attention to as we make our way through Q1 and Q2 of 2024. That's just Illinois. Minnesota had a new statewide paid sick leave law become enacted in May of 2023. That program went live, went into effect on January 1st of 2024. And like the Illinois, Cook County, and Chicago laws I just mentioned, has many unique components. Now, one big difference, though, this is a paid sick leave law, not a PTO law. So let's get that sort of out there and level set. But the paid sick leave components of this Minnesota state law make it one of the most pro-employee statewide paid sick leave laws in the country. Among other components, this law has unique dual-pronged accrual cap setups. It has seemingly no cap on how much available paid sick time employees can use in a year. It also has a pay stub balance notification requirement and broad covered reasons for use and definitions of covered family member. In response to the new Minnesota paid sick leave law at the state level, the existing local paid sick leave mandates in Minnesota, there are four of them, Bloomington, Duluth, Minneapolis, and St. Paul, three of them have underwent amendments in recent weeks in light of this new statewide law. Bloomington and St. Paul amended their programs to make the laws more in line with the Minnesota state setup, and Duluth announced that it is repealing its local paid sick leave ordinance uh, in light of the Minnesota statewide program. Jumping out west, California passed Bill SB 616 uh, in the late summer, early fall, which was enacted and then went into effect on January 1st, 2024. An important piece of legislation because what it did is expand the state's existing paid sick leave mandate that had been on the books for a number of years in several significant ways. The expansion included changes to the law's accrual cap, front-loading amount for employers that follow an upfront grant method, annual usage limit, as well as imparting provisions dealing with partial preemption of some of the local paid sick leave law components that exist in the state. And other changes existed from this mandate as well. In response, multiple localities that have paid sick leave mandates have released updated guidance, including San Diego and San Francisco. So employers with operations in California, as well as the localities that have local specific paid sick leave mandates need to be aware of these big developments as well. Some other changes, just to rattle off a few more, we could bounce around for another half dozen or so jurisdictions, but I'll lay out quickly what we've also seen in recent months. We have seen new regulations, a new rulemaking in New York City go into effect in October. There were amendments to the covered reasons for use and or family members in the state paid sick leave laws of Colorado, Connecticut, and Oregon. All of those developments occurred between August and October of last year. We've also seen Pittsburgh amend its 
paid sick leave guidelines and FAQs, as well as some industry-specific paid sick leave activity in the state of Washington and city of Seattle uh, involving certain gig workers and, the, and their rights to, to paid leave. For anyone who's interested in this paid sick leave space, wants more information on any of these developments, we have some great resources available for you. Episode 26 of Take It or Leave It uh, included a wonderful 10-year look back at the paid sick leave law space and what's happened in the, the decade of real growth and activity for state and local paid sick leave mandates. Cyparth also has a dedicated paid sick leave, separate from our paid family leave, but a dedicated paid sick leave webinar series. And our most recent two segments of that series, parts 11 and 12, which both occurred in 2023, one in June and one in December, included some really important information and details on these developments in Illinois, Minnesota, California, New York City, and so on. A final big shout out to activity in 2023. So, so far we've covered federal activity, we've covered paid family leave, we've covered paid sick leave and PTO laws. Gonna bring us back to where we started to the federal paid family medical leave space for just a minute here. So a little bit different than what we spoke about so far. We covered the unpaid FMLA. We spoke briefly about the Pregnant Workers Fairness Act. Let's talk about federal paid family medical leave, which has been an ongoing topic throughout various Take It or Leave It episodes since this podcast launched uh, in late 2021. Federal paid family medical leave has seen significant growth through 2023, not in the sense of a mandate being, you know, potential mandate being introduced or legislation uh, be, being debated necessarily, but the ball being moved further downfield towards potential legislation. In January 2023, the House of Representatives Bipartisan Paid Family Leave Working Group was launched. This working group continued throughout the entirety of 2023 to make headlines, conducting six member-level informational briefings, which drew over 40 stakeholders who are interested in exploring what a federal paid family leave policy might look like and what some of the pressure points and key considerations are for those different stakeholders. One of those six meetings involved a House working group meeting with large employers and trade associations. Uh, there were meetings as well with, with small employers, with insurance carriers, uh, as well as other interested parties. In December, the House working group issued a year-end report, really detailed, good, helpful information summarizing the work that the working group has done throughout 2023. Jumping to the Senate in October, right, in late October, on October 25th, the Senate held a very important hearing on paid leave. This was done through the Senate Finance Committee, discussing some of the nuances and wrinkles and, and key topics within uh, the paid leave space. Then in mid-December, on December 13th, the Senate and House jointly issued a request for information involving federal paid family leave, a, a really significant, important development, this bipartisan, bicameral, Congressional Working Group is exploring solutions to expand access to paid leave for all Americans. And they are looking for stakeholder input on the 10 questions that were included in this RFI, this request for information. So lots of really important developments in this federal paid family medical leave space that needed to be mentioned here when we're thinking about what has happened in 2023. So finally, for 2023, we're going to think about not just what's happened in terms of new laws, 
what might be coming down the pipe in terms of the federal working group on paid leave at the House of Representatives level and the RFI that's been put out by the Senate and the House for more information on potential federal paid leave, but also laws that have sunset because the paid leave world is always ebbing and flowing. The number of mandates is constantly changing. It's always in flux. And that is because new laws are enacted, existing laws are amended, but existing laws are also sunset. And we saw that happen in 2023 as we have in prior years. For starters, many of the remaining COVID-specific paid leave mandates that had been around in 2020, 2021, 2022, that had not yet sunset, did sunset in 2023. We saw in California, for example, the local COVID leave mandates in Los Angeles City, Los Angeles County, uh, Long Beach, Oakland, uh, all sunset. We also saw the Cal OSHA COVID emergency temporary standard uh, that had an earnings continuation sort of involving uh, sort of quasi uh, paid leave that sunset in February of 2023 as well. Not COVID specific, but being triggered by COVID were the San Francisco and Colorado public health emergency leave paid mandates. Both of those programs ended in terms of no longer providing benefits, paid leave benefits to workers for covered absences related to COVID-19. The San Francisco benefits related to COVID concluded in late winter, early spring, and then the Colorado public health emergency paid leave for COVID that wound down in June of 2023. But, but remember, very importantly, both the San Francisco and Colorado public health emergency leave mandates are permanent. They are on the books. They are not COVID specific. They can be triggered by other qualifying public health emergencies that are declared. So employers with operations in those jurisdictions need to keep that in mind and keep watch on whether any qualifying public health emergencies are declared in the coming weeks and months that could again trigger those paid leave obligations. At the end of 2023, we saw several other leave mandates sunset. Non-exclusively, those include uh, the Cook County paid sick leave law that I mentioned earlier, COVID-specific emergency paid leave in Philadelphia, COVID vaccine-specific paid leave in Nevada and New York, uh, among other laws. I should also mention as a sort of a shout out, uh, the New York State COVID emergency paid leave mandate. So this is different than the COVID vaccine paid leave mandate that did sunset at the end of 2023. But this New York State COVID emergency paid leave mandate, that is still on the books and in play for at least the, the beginning part of 2024. So where does this leave us for 2024? Well, at the federal level, the RFI that I mentioned earlier, the Bipartisan Bicameral Congressional Working Group Request for Information on Federal Paid Leave, those responses are due at the end of January. So we'll very likely be hearing from those groups as we march our way through 2024 to the results of those RFI responses that are received and some next steps. The House of Representatives Bipartisan Paid Family Leave Working Group in just the beginning of January, right, a few days into the new year, issued a very important legislative framework on paid family leave, including four core pillars of that framework. Of the four pillars, one that sort of jumps out, that, that stood out, especially for multi-state nationwide employers, the second of the four pillars describes coordination and harmonization of paid leave benefits across states. So lots of details, lots of nuance, lots of gaps to fill in, but a step forward in terms of 
focusing on harmonization of paid leave across these various state programs, and that being at least one of these pillars for this legislative framework that was, was rolled out earlier in January. The House Working Group will be putting forth fact-finding and additional meetings with stakeholders uh, and members looking forward to collaboration and working with various entities and stakeholders in the coming weeks and months, having meetings essentially on uh, these various uh, these various core pillars. So more information and more detail and updates coming from the working group as we make our way into 2024. Additional guidance and, and, and regulations involving the Pregnant Workers Fairness Act, as well as additional fallout and implications from the Graf versus the Joy decision uh, from the Supreme Court on religious accommodations are also expected this year. In the paid sick leave PTO law space, rulemaking for Illinois, Chicago, and Cook County, the Chicago combo paid sick leave PTO program coming online. Those are all things we're looking forward to in the first half of 2024. In Michigan, all eyes are on the state Supreme Court, which heard oral arguments on a paid sick leave, very important paid sick leave decision lawsuit that could upend paid sick leave requirements in the state. Uh, there were oral, oral arguments heard in December on that case by the Michigan State Supreme Court. So we're waiting for that decision to drop uh, in the coming months and certainly this year in 2024. And then we're looking to see what other changes might be coming. Will states and localities increase their amounts of paid sick leave, similar to what California did uh, in 2023? Will existing states and localities with paid sick leave mandates expand their reasons for use of covered family members, a la what Colorado, Connecticut, Oregon did in 2023? Will states and localities potentially convert paid sick leave into PTO, similar to what Cook County and Chicago have done? So keeping an eye on all those potential changes, as well as increased enforcement from a number of locations, including the city of Pittsburgh, which has actually put out sort of a marketing campaign announcing that they will be increasing their enforcement in 2024 and ramping up efforts for certain industries as, as we march our way into the early part of this year. So lots of paid sick leave development that we'll be paying attention to. And then, of course, paid family leave. What laws are potentially coming next in the paid family leave space? Well, Michigan, New Mexico, both of those states are sort of on an upward trajectory, likely culminating in the passage of paid family medical leave at some point in the near future, whether that'll be in 2024 or in subsequent years remains to be seen, but both have a decent chance of passing something during this upcoming legislative session for 2024. We're also keeping an eye on places like Illinois, uh, Virginia, uh, New Hampshire, Vermont, uh, among other states for paid family leave potential activity. New York is contemplating amending both its paid family leave and separate statutory disability benefits laws. So keep an eye on activity in New York. And then, as I mentioned uh, a little while ago, there's also going to be developments taking place in the four states with enacted paid family medical leave programs that are not yet in effect. Again, those include Delaware, Maine, Maryland, and Minnesota. So that's been 2023 and what we're looking forward to in 2024. But that doesn't cover the many other areas of state and local leave law developments that have taken place uh, in 2023. Things like bereavement leave, which we covered in episode 19. 
of take it or leave it. Or military leave, which we covered in episode 21. Jury duty leave, bone marrow, organ, blood donation leave, safe time leave, and so forth. The leave and accommodation space has many layers, many facets, and is constantly changing, as I said earlier. So we'll keep you all posted. We're very much looking forward to take it or leave it and bringing more episodes to you all throughout 2024. Thank you to our listeners for joining us for today's episode, and we will see you next time.